guys about the mosquitoes don't worry we're going to talk about coffee culture here later let me get this all situated let me get this all situated we're going to put some chill background music on this is not the jazz let me know if you like it or not i know when i played the jazz background people were very divided about it <laughs> i wasn't even taking a controversial stand i was like maybe we should be able to like um let the teachers have sex with their students What's wrong with kid diddling? I mean, come on. That was less divisive than the um, than the jazz I played. And what is it now? Is it playing? There, it's playing. <sighs> and uh, now, I don't know. Maybe you guys would be divided about the, the chill music I got going. There's actually a surprise. Some, some good news. Would you like some good news before I whip out my dick and piss all the bad news out onto the internet? The good news is there's some very talented musicians uh, that have kindly offered their music for free on YouTube's music library. And so um, I was like, wow, this is actually good. This is nice. I haven't listened to music in you. I mean, who listens to the radio anymore? Mosquitoes. Let's talk about mosquitoes. It is amazing how little you realize is going on in the background when you are younger and very likely poor or just hustling or moving when when in other words when you're focusing on food and making rent you are blinded to many other things that are going on a lot of it is even malicious it really isn't and then all of a sudden you make some progress let's say you don't screw up and you keep going through, you get higher and higher. A real, again, let's use the mountain analogy. You don't realize how high up you've gone until you turn around and look down. I talked about how I was climbing this one. It wasn't a mountain. It was a cliff. <clears throat> Canyon edge. I won't make it look like I was Mission Impossible type of guy. But I kept looking up and looking up and looking up. I'm like, jeez, that's so high. I'm going uphill. I'm on like this. And I'm tired. I'm like, well... No one knows I'm out here. No one's going to care if I... Really, no one would care if I made it to the top or not. I've put it out to younger people. I'm like, yeah, Uncle Aaron climbed that. Oh. Like, what do you mean? No, what? You you can't, can't climb that. So what does it really matter if I climb it? And I turned around and I looked. And I could see it. This is in South Dakota. You could see Montana, Wyoming. I'm, that's how high up I got. And I looked down. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like 85% there. But the other thing in getting up higher is you start to be able to survey the land more. You see other opportunities. You see other peaks. You see other mountains that you couldn't see when you're down in the valley. And sometimes that detail isn't good. Sometimes you're like, that's what I've been fighting this entire time. That's who these motherfuckers were. And I'm in the very lucky and privileged position to be where I am now because I was born right when the internet was at the right time and all this other shit. Okay, I'm, I'm fully aware that I'm luckier than hell to have this little outfit that I got going on. <clears throat> but one of the benefits, well, okay, let me, let me back that up a little bit. 75% of the reason I'm here because of, is because of my frugality and minimalism because I sacrificed. The added internet 
podcast world and the income that has come with it is obviously extra gravy on the train or oil in the engine. It has made things much smoother. And you kind of come up for air a little bit. You know, you climb, you climb, you climb. <clears throat> okay, we can rest a little bit. And I was trying to figure out why am I so pissed off all the time, which many of you are laughing at the concept right now. I'm like, I get to sleep in. I get to have coffee. I don't have to do anything I don't want to. And I mean, I got, I have stuff I got to do. I got to do it. But I could do it completely at my own schedule, completely at my own time. And there's no, and I'm like, but why am I always pissed? So I had to sit down and it, and it became apparent to me yesterday because someone fucked up. And I realized, I, I kind of hit on it before, but I didn't realize how <clears throat> true it is. Everybody, everybody out there doesn't know you exist. Like almost everyone is solipsistic. Everyone is in video game mode where they're the only independent variable and everybody else is an NPC that is there to serve them. And I don't even think it's conscious or malicious or anything like that. I think people, you you have to. You're you. You're you're your own primary concern, obviously. And so you operate from that first premise. Well, what do I got to do to keep myself alive and all that? And in a weird sense, it logically almost puts you against everyone else. Not in a bad way, but you are not going to partake in action or interact with anyone else unless there's some benefit for you to do so. And so any interaction hopefully is mutually beneficial. Like, hey, do you want to play pickleball? Let's both go play pickleball. I invest time. The guy invests time. We have fun. A mutually advantageous uh, uh, exchange of time. But I started, my eyes have even gotten sharper. I've climbed a little bit higher. I finally understand what the thing is. Everybody wants a piece of you. I don't mean that in a in a Hollywood, you're popular, everyone wants to tag on to you. Everybody wants a piece of your fucking time. There was an there was an author, elderly female author, <clears throat> and she said they were they were talking about what's it like being an author. And she says, nobody leaves you alone. Every, people think you have all the time in the world. They always know she's she was talking about how you have to go sequester yourself. Go fucking hide. Don't pick up the phone. Because people, unless you're like wrenching on a car, people are like, oh, what are you doing? I'm fucking working. Do you see the laptop open? But if you're in a coffee shop or you're working at home, and increasingly so as more of you more of you are working at home, they just, just oh, hey, what's going on? <clears throat> and I've been getting a ton of otherwise innocent requests from people. Hey, do you want to do this? Hey, do you want to do this? Hey, what up? Hey, can I? I got... Give you another example. <laughs> Don't fucking send me articles, guys. Don't send me articles. Send it to Captain Capital. Send it to my Cappy email. Where do I find that? Not my fucking problem. Go look it up. <clears throat> you could look up porn of any variety and flavor. You could go find my Cappy Cap email. Hey, Cappy. This is article. I found this article. Some idiot. Hey, guys, did you know Gonzalo Lira has passed away? Did you know that? 
fucking five days after the fact. Some fuckwit email. Yes, I'm talking to you. Thank you very much for the email. And I shouldn't even be getting angry. He's just trying to help. But you don't really, all of a sudden, it takes just that little bit of time. This little bit of time. Talking to your mom. Do you guys know why? Like when you were younger, like 19, 20 year old kid, you talk to your mom. Hi, mom. Da, da. All of a sudden, you're 40. You got opportunity costs. You have shit going on. Do you know how long you guys would endure a truly boring, stupid girl because you wanted to fuck her when you were 19 or 20? You, you could. You would sit longer listening to this girl drone on about the world's dumbest fucking bullshit. Longer than you would listen to a sermon by the world's most boring pastor. You would. It's because you were making whatever, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars an hour. You get older, all of a sudden you climb up that mountain, you got opportunity costs, you have shit going on, you got less life. My God, jeez. I got 25 years left, maybe. <clears throat> we got to make this count. No one sees that. And especially if they're of the TV watching, jaw gaping, nothing going on in fucking life, jerking off the internet porn, incel, go get my masters because I got jack fuck all shit variety human going on. <laughs> like, there's, there is, there is, there's, there's, it's like the quick and the dead. There's the inferior and the superior. And the superior people, not even related to IQ, know they're going to fucking die. Know they want to capitalize on life. However, they capitalize on life. That's having fun, working on some kind of project. And it is. It's the superior people. It's the people climbing the mountains. But not everyone operates at that uh, amplitude, at that speed, at that cycle. And then you've got to go out into the normie world. Every Everybody just, they don't think. They don't think, oh, I'm late. Fuck you being late. What do you mean you're late? Fuck off with late. Getting processes, getting decisions done. Like, especially, guys, it, it, maybe you get the right type of person in your life. You know, you get the right type of people where you could say, hey, what do you guys want to do? Don't ask that question. People don't fucking know. These are the pig fuckers. These, these are the cattle blowjobbers. These people don't fucking know. You got going, we're doing this, 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 and this. See, and then the funny thing is with the people like, were you going to make a decision? Were you going to make an executive decision? Were you going to say, are we going to sit here as a group of fucking people wasting at least an hour of our time cumulatively figuring out what we want to do? Shut the fuck up. I know what we're doing. I've explored the area. You've all watched TV. You don't know shit outside of your neighborhood. We're doing this. Shut the fuck up and follow me. Well, I don't know. You got this. You got that. I, mean, I don't know if I'm in the mood for Chinese food. Let's have a fucking... See, that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Everyone wants to have a fucking meeting. You all hate meetings. But then when it comes like, hey, let's go bowling. Hold on. Hold on. Gotta do a committee. Duh. I don't know. Let's analyze it. And it's like, oh my God. My life literally, by the millisecond, I feel my life dripping away by the millisecond. Not a second. I feel every little millisecond. Like, oh my fucking God. 
we could do so much more if you people weren't around. And I get up. <clears throat> what are you doing? You want to do this? You want to do that? I get it. I appreciate it. Hey, there's this. Hey, there's that. Did you want this? Wait a minute. And just so you know, you're. That's fine when you're young and you got nothing else going on and you're just working and striving. But I would even say then it, it would really be of benefit. I, there's the time vampires. I guess that's one way of looking at it, but it's even on a more granular level. Because time vampires, they take your time and they rub their fucking crotch with it. That's what they do. That's what time vampires do. They just love masturbating with your time so they feel good. This is not malicious. This is naivete. This is people with nothing else going on. Oh, just killing time. Is it people who will go and watch a fucking sports ball game at a bar? Right? And when you're younger, poverty and all that, you really got to stop and say, okay. I sh Especially when you're a younger man and woman. You know, if your girl's scared to join the cool kids club. <laughs> Men. It's like the cool kids club for women. <laughs> Ah, he's like any other woman, just only more so. Oh, so he's a man. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, shit, where is I going to go with that? Oh, when you're younger, you got to get escape velocity out of poverty. You have got to accelerate. You have got to go. You've got to move. And instead of going to house parties or nightclubs or bars, I'm not saying don't attend the occasional party or, you know, obviously go on dates, but, you know, go have some fun. But you should not be sitting there like, oh God, the biggest waste of time. I remember when young men. Okay, let me, let me, here, tell me if you were in the 90s. Listen, how 90s is this? How 90s is this? You tell me anything more 90s than this. So we're at a college dorm room, right? And you want to get laid, right? So somebody's going to go watch a movie at their dorm room because they're the rich kids and had a VCR. What did every girl want to watch a billion times over? Which was a good movie. It was a very good movie. I liked it. <clears throat> but I didn't need to see it eight times. What movie are you going to watch because all the girls want to watch it? Aladdin. A whole new world. No, I'm not going to suck your dick. Because you're not a prick like the guy over there who has dead paying for everything. I won't suck your dick. No, you're just a hardworking security guard. You don't have money for my honey. A whole new world. And so you'd sit there. Yeah, maybe Aladdin will make her want to suck my dick. <laughs> you got how many? Did you were you there in the nineties? A whole new world. Hey, you want to go back to Bible? Oh, no, we're good. Ah, ah, ah. And then they all vamoose. They all do their disappearing act. Like, hey, you want to go back? I got some movies. Oh, no, it's going to make it early. Thanks for fucking being a time suck. Like this huge. Okay. The physicists are going to get this. Like black holes. Are the... <clears throat> they suck everything in. They warp space time. They just suck it all in. Dude. The monster black holes that are at the center of the gravity do not even suck in anywhere near as time as these instances where you had a bunch of dorm room Gen Xers watching Aladdin. Those guys just sucked it all in and poof. 
enough time gone that we could have gotten the world's global GDP per capita like a quarter million a year. That's an extreme example of a pissing away time, but that's what I'm saying. You, <clears throat> yes, your dick blinds you to this. Yes, you boys got to piss away a tremendous amount of time on the pit. But what I'm trying to train you is to see not only something as obvious, like a, like they call it a honey a honey trap, but it's also a time trap. Just think of all the time that was wasted watching Aladdin and no one got laid. I mean, think of that. Billions of human hours wasted. But there's other things, and, and it's, it's at the microscopic level. I guess social media is one thing, but you can almost get like a, a conversation out of that. I understand that, but and maybe maybe it happens more more obviously when you're older. Where oh hey, you want to come on this show? Hey, you want to do this? Hey, you want no no? I fucking don't. No, I really don't. I want to go fucking hiking. Hey, can you tweet this out? Hey, hey, can you promote my fuck all of you? I mean, in one regard, yes, thank you. I appreciate it, but fucking Christ, can I just... And maybe that's what happens when you get older and you just start getting plugged into systems. And then you got your network. You got to go here. You got to have... You know these guys? You know these guys who they, they start whatever. They started at some company. And then by the time they're whatever, 45, 50... You know, they're, they're up there. All they do, engineers. I bet you this happens to a lot of engineers. You start off as an engineer. You actually produce shit. But then also you get in the management. You go to the dark side. And your job just entails flying all over the country, having meetings. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Why don't you all have your shit together? Why do I have to fly? Oh, we need you to make this decision. We need you to, to decide. What's your opinion on that? My opinion is to shut the fuck up and let me get a blowjob from my secretary. Jesus. <clears throat> I don't, by the way, by the way, then you throw the mistake economy on top of this. So I got a new laptop to travel, right? Uh, and I do, by the way, I do appreciate the emails. Now look, don't fucking flood me with them. I appreciate the emails I received from people overseas. Oh, hey, Cappy, heard you're going to these countries. Do this, don't do that. That saves me time. I really much appreciate it. Why am I not in focus? Why am I not in focus? Why am I not in focus? That's the shit I'm talking about. So anyway, I got this new laptop. I plug my old camera into it. And just decides to stop working sometimes all of a sudden. So if I blank out and you can still hear me and the older brother's insignia comes back on, <clears throat> there you go. Just, you know, I'll have to leave and come back. This is, this is the fucking granular shit I'm talking about. And it's these mosquito bites, these mosquito people. They just are going to suck you dry of your time. And it's like... You know how uh, trains are very efficient because there's no friction between the metal wheel and the metal um, railroad tie? That's what I'm talking about, man. I have this dream that there is no inefficiencies. There is no sand. There is no friction. I can just go, and I can. I can if all the idiot people get the fuck out of the way. 
And the there is a correct thing. And this is this is the thing. <clears throat> it's ultimately up to me because society is not going to change. But this is the advice that that you should also benefit. Man, guard your time. Really guard your time because you do not realize how much inefficiencies other people cost you. And that's one thing I've realized is where as I've gotten older, I'm like, my God, do people waste time? I wasted time. I look back even up even 10 years ago. How much time did I waste doing that? And when you start to realize everyone kind of like straps you down like uh, Gulliver's Travels with the little people. They strap you down, you slow down. You also know, like, oh my God, this is why I wasn't able to do it. Because while these fuckwits are taking hours and days to do this one thing, I could have done it in five, ten minutes, or I could have just avoided them all together. I guess there's like an exponential aspect to it. You think, well, if I save 5% more time, I'll be 5% more productive. I don't think so. I think it's like, um, like fighter planes or super planes. If you increase your technology by 5%, you get a 10% or 20% boost in whatever speed, maneuverability. You start pushing the edges of, of in that case, would be aerodynamics, uh, aerophysics. But I think in the real world, if you start pushing into the upper echelons of humans who manage their time correctly, you start to get exponentially better. Like if you're in the top 20%, you're really good at managing your time, but you know, you're nothing, you're nothing special. You know, one in five. In but if you get into the top 1% of people who guard every second of their time, like, no, let's go, let's go, let's go. It It's shocking how, yes, there's luck. Don't get me wrong. Luck has always played a part in people's success. Absolutely. But removing that from the formula, which you don't control, so let's just remove that. The difference between a guy who's in the top 20% of managing his time to a top 1% person Dude, it's night and day. That's the difference between someone who's like Elon Musk and, um, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, a Mark Cuban. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, Mark Cuban, all right, I don't know. I guess you're an entrepreneur. Elon Musk, yes, yeah, that's, that's depending on the week, either the first, second, or third richest man in the world. And not to say that you're all going to become Elon Musk or anything like that, but my God, just, I think... There might be, there might be a call. I can't wait to go overseas now in one regard where no one's going to know who the fuck I am. There's no one around. Hey, did you call your mother? Uh, hey, you know, we're coming to town. Oh, what are you doing? You're be like, nope, nope. Going to sit on a fucking beach, probably in Cebu somewhere, maybe go for a hike. Uh, Singapore, interestingly enough, there's a couple people I might meet up with in Singapore. This is real nice, though, being able to, like, oh, yeah, you're in town. Okay, well, check it out. <clears throat> but man, if you could just, I, I get it now why Stephen King would just go fuck off to a cabin and go write his book. I get it. Like, I go to coffee stores. They don't want to be nice to be in a coffee store. No. Because you'd be sitting there typing away, typing away. Okay, what do I want, huh? Hey, Trisha, did you, I don't know what kind of a mood I'm in. Do I want a frappuccino double fat pig latte? Or the extra chocolate gooey feeding up my hoo-ha gravy? <laughs> These Tibetan monks, I bet you they know. I, 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 they're one of the, the Tibetan monks up there on a fucking mountain. They're like, yeah, no one's going to come up here. Fucking lack of air. They get altitude sickness. Leave us alone. 
Maybe there'll be a gong every once in a while. We're going to sit here and listen to the wind. More practically, there's when you're younger, man, there would be obvious honeypot time traps. Okay? Do you want to go to the nightclub? No, you probably don't. This girl's talking to you, leading you on. What are you going to do? Have sex at the nightclub? Hey, here's my number. I'm a, I got to get going. <clears throat> get home, get some good sleep. Wake up. Whatever your task and purpose is. Hey, man. I, <laughs> I turn off. Like, it was an interesting conversation I had with the GF. So, I turn off the notifications on my phone. Why? Because some Silicon Valley fuckwits don't allow you. Like, okay, text. I need so if if my dad texts me or someone I care about. Okay, I better have them. But apparently, you can't turn it off. It it's either going to make dinging noises all the time for every little time someone in the world farts, and it, I get a notification on social media, or I got to turn the whole thing off. So I've turned the whole thing off. Then the girlfriend. Well, I texted you. <laughs> don't you become a mosquito? Don't become a fucking mosquito. Uh-uh. So I said, all right, I'll turn my notifications on. So we're going around and phone's dinging, 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 dinging. Is that your phone? Yes. Oh, that is annoying. Yes. And what's great, I, I, I'm fascinated. People do not get this concept. This is another kind. Let me, let me tell you about a high standard of living. Let me tell you about a really nice, enjoyable high standard of living. <clears throat> and may, maybe it's just me. You know, is there not enough people in this bar? There's either too many people in this bar or there's just not enough of me. You know, I don't know. Going beyond money, there are other things that I think provide much higher standards of living. Much higher. Obviously, freedom. Getting good sleep. <clears throat> Minimalism and the specific sub-segment or the specific aspect of minimalism that I think uh, creates a much higher standard of living, which, by the way, you don't need money to do this one, is to make sure you have not one bit of clutter, nothing. I, I don't keep my house super clean. I'm not talking about cleansliness. Yes, I wash the toilet. I'm talking about you have no shit you don't use. That brings about a higher standard of living. But one thing that I really love, and and maybe you guys can aim for this. This might be something. This kind of happened upon me. I didn't I didn't seek this out. Is to have no schedule, or as you say, schedules with your programmies and your labors. And no one gets that. And because they don't get it, it's not that they don't respect it, but it's effectively the same thing. They don't respect it. They don't acknowledge it, I guess, is a better way. There's, again, there's no malice on this. There's just naivete. And classic mom, which all moms are going to ask, what are you doing October 27th at 2? Shut the fuck up. I don't know. Don't burden me. Like a schedule? Do you know how what a pain? Do you know how much math, or not math, how much thought and logistics has to go into maintaining a schedule? Rolo was telling me about this guy, black dude in Brooklyn or something. He was on Fresh and Fit, and this guy <clears throat> doesn't do anything. He doesn't have to. 
Uh, I think he makes his money through some means or another, obviously, but he pays. He pays people to do his laundry. He pays people to clean his house. He pays people. He and he just focuses on work. I believe that's what it is. And to have just one to-do list, I think that's basically what it is. Do you know how glorious and what an increased standard of living that has nothing to do with your income? Although to have someone pay, you know, clean your house and all. Okay, obviously you need some income there, but just follow me in on this concept. Your only item is work. That's it. All you have to do is work. I don't have to get the fucking groceries. I don't have to go fix the car. Essentially, you don't have to make any decisions except work. You're allowed to focus like a fucking laser beam on what. Or if you're a pastor, imagine this: <clears throat> you're a pastor and you could just focus on God. You could focus on doing your sermons. You could focus on the church, and everything else is fucking taken care of. <clears throat> and people don't get that. Now, that's I guess the purified form of having no schedule, right? But adjacent and within the same wheelhouse would be to have no schedule. And you know what's great about that? Yes, you have to be responsible. Yes, you have to get your work done. You know, obviously, but you can do it whenever you want, and then everyone comes in like a fat Karen in a library screaming with Trisha because they're drunk. What are you doing at one p.m.? <laughs> and people don't get it. Like I, the number of times I've had to like convey. To people who've known me for years, I don't care. Just let me know whatever time. Just give me a day or two before. Well, I what? Fucking tell me what? They don't get it. They really don't get that I'm like water. I am like a Spike Spiegel. <clears throat> I move. I mold. I dash. I whatever. Just tell me the date. Make the fucking decision. Remind me, maybe like that's why I like chat. Chat, hey, do you want to do a podcast? Sure. When? Oh, how about this time at this date? Sure. Send me a text the day before so I don't forget. Boom, boom, a four-second conversation about scheduling. So we're thinking about doing Thanksgiving on the twenty fourth, eleven months from now. What do you want to eat? <clears throat> Interrupting my. You can't. The only way you're gonna get away from the only way you could get away from it is just not interact with other human beings because everyone's got a schedule. Everyone's got a schedule. Oh, I got a schedule. Schedule, 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 schedule. <clears throat> and again, most people have a schedule. I understand they don't understand the concept, but how hard is it to look, look, look? One of the things I love the most, and it, it happened, is I don't have to worry about anything I have to do. Think about that. Come on a journey with me. Imagine. Let's go to imagination land. Imagine this. Put on your imagination hat. You wake up. Yes, you have work to do. 
sometimes a lot. Could be 80 hours a week to do, but you get to do it however you want. And you can adapt to other people's schedules as long as they give you the fucking time and date. And they don't interview you and at well, what where did whatever time you want. Just just let me know. Well, I was think don't people drag you through the decision making process? Oh shik shik And by the way, many of you, as I've said before, many other aspects, many of you are going to get to this point because you're minimalist. You're not going to have kids because women don't want to have married to get kids. Well, at least to average or slightly above average or lower than average, you know, 80% of you men. <clears throat> There's an increasing percentage of people who are going to be minimalist, who are going to have their finances together. And you're going to get in remote work and you're going to be self-employed and you're going to have all this flexibility. And, no, and, and then the normies, the one with fucking debts, the ones that have to like be plugged into the system, they're not going to get it. Oh, why, why you, you decide for you, what? Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Just decide and we'll, we'll adjust. We'll adapt. Oh, well, I was thinking, no, 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 no. You, you, you don't understand. I don't give a fuck what you're thinking. Roller skating, 2 p.m. Saturday. Cool. See you then. That no one gets it. So I guess I guess good old Thomas Sowell. There are no solutions, only trade-offs. You're gonna have this. You will achieve. You will achieve this. This schedulous lifestyle. You attain 100% freedom in your schedule. Yet no one is going to fucking understand it. And you're going to have to repeat yourself and repeat yourself and repeat yourself. And like, look, guys, just decide where and when you're going to be. And like the Navy SEALs, I'll show up. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Does this make any sense? Oh, that's right. By the way, I got to do Miss Super Chats. I forgot. We're not going to do that today. Let me get on top of the Super Chat so it doesn't get too far behind. Don't want to miss them. Sam Whiskey, the most American name in America. Five bucks. Says, Cappy been on Phoenix's No Pants on Public Light Rail ride day? No. And that's the reason I'm going over. What, Phoenix, Arizona? They have a No Pants on the public people aren't wearing pants on the public i no i goodbye bye thank god i got crypto i'm gonna get overseas i'm gonna go to where the adults don't shit their pants and poop in the street <clears throat> i don't care if it's muslim i don't care that at least they got rules well singapore they'll they'll put you in jail if you if you chew gum and spit it out good i hope they do Oh, Japan, they really don't like white people or foreigners of any kind. Good, I hope they don't. I hope they, they treat me as a second-class citizen. And just as long as I can live, you know, they keep the lights on, and they never, ever, ever let adult people shit in the streets. So, by the way, we're going to get to, because we're going to go to San Francisco. <clears throat> Jangle Geek, five bucks. Spent my weekend putting together a 20-year database of daily treasury statement reports. Rather do that than go clubbing and drinking. <laughs> That's an interesting data series. What? Uh, obviously, you're doing some research. Obviously. 
Oh, there's so much other stuff I'd rather do than going clubbing. I'd love to drink again. I would. Totally understand now why. Like, yeah. Drinking allows you to tolerate people. It does. I wonder what Schopenhauer did. I think Schopenhauer just went for long walks in the, in the thing. Laura, 57. Hey, what's up? In a while. Two bucks. Just sending money. Thanks, man. Hope you're doing well. Sterling Wheel. You wouldn't believe how much of our time is wasted as truck drivers. Keep on trucking long haul, Cappy. Love your work. I'm enjoying the client. Oh, I, I can't imagine between traffic jams and paperwork. It And yes, there's always the uh, inefficiency in the mistake economy. I, I wish I could put a more fine point and identify exactly what I'm talking about. But it's just the daily, not grind, but the daily interactions where... Maybe everyone thinks that because you're not dead. You've never been dead. No one experiences death and lives to talk about it. So I think people just think they're going to live forever. Like young women think men are just always going to want to fuck them. You know, the hot men that they want. And then they, they don't understand the concept. And so people just take, I really, I, it just amazes me how much time everyone wastes. And how little time pe people have no respect for your time. I don't know. It, a better question would be, are people even capable of respecting other people's time? I know you consciously are, oh, you shouldn't waste people's times like that. But are they? You set up an appointment and a time. Obviously, a lot of people there, you should be there on time. But I'm even thinking simple interactions. Simple conversation. Where was it? Oh. <clears throat> Get, get. sprouts that's what it was sprouts okay so sprouts has this ice cream that's low carb all right you can only get it at sprouts and then you got to hightail it back home especially when it's hot in vegas because obviously we don't have sprouts in uh south dakota <clears throat> you just go kill your own cattle and bring it back home that's your grocery store in south dakota every time every time I get in the line to get my ice cream, right? And I don't like sprouts. It smells like patchouli. The people look like patchouli. It's exactly what you think it is. And I'm here to get it. The person checking out and the checkout lady or the checkout guy, they always talk. Be, you know, beyond, yeah, you could talk while you're processing the transaction. But then, oh my gosh, do you know we have this on? Oh, I saw that. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, you people might as well not be alive. You have no, you obviously have nowhere to be. Nowhere. You have nothing to do, nowhere to be. What's his name? Rolla put me onto this show called Louder Milk. It's got Ron Livingston. I think he's a great actor. I really, I really like him. I'm watching I'm like, yes, yes. Somebody finally got it. They made a show about it. It's called Louder Milk. But that shit, just this unaware kind of going through life eh, i'm a pensioner lady who my husband passed away or i divorced him and i don't know where to be you know boomers were the newest thing i don't know arp i gotta know arp did you tell boomers all to just stop hang on i'm doing that what the arp told boomers because that's that's what what it is because they, they sent out a communicator to all the boomers to just stop in the middle. <laughs> God damn it. 
There we go. <clears throat> I think it's the junk mail. I think it's the spam mail. Where, but instead of mail, it's the spam behavior of society. Is that a way to put it? Just this tedious, fucking millisecond mosquito bite night spam mail action. But instead of a spam mail that comes into your email, it's spam mail behavior. Just shit that that delays you by that microsecond. <clears throat> it's not the fact that I lost this microsecond. It's that it's like this machine gun thing where you gotta go staccato. Imagine if a train moved like that. Fucking maddening. I guess that's what it is. It's fucking maddening. Where I just want to go Mach six and have. Oh my god! Could you dare imagine the support of a, of a family and society and friends? Maybe that's what it is, is the questioning of me. Where by now, I'm almost 50 years old. Quarter century of me being proven right. Even my friends are like, yeah, you're kind of right. And then I'm like, yeah, I got to go overseas and look for property. Well, am I going to waste my conversation with you? <clears throat> am I going to, really? Are you going to criticize? Maybe I'm asking for too much. Where I just like, can everyone just support me for once? Like, could could I just have the rich family? I don't even need the money. Just lie to me, like a privileged little white suburbanite girl princess that I am always right and can do what I want. Except this time, I've had God forty years of fucking almost adult behavior. I know what I'm fucking doing. Can you all just shut the fuck up and encourage me, or get the fuck out of the way? Just kind of like zip it, zip it, zip it. You do. You just you just have to be alone. You cannot have other humans around. God, Schopenhauer was right. <clears throat> well, imagine that. Imagine that. You want to talk about dangerous? Imagine you, you know, grizzled, pissed off Vietnam vet. You go through all this hell. You figure out what the you you are brought up in the real world, and you survive, and you make it in the real world. And then it switches. It's like the opposite of a privileged little princess from the suburbs. And then once you know you're right and what you're doing, and then all of society gets behind you and encourages you 100. I'm not even asking for financing or emotional encouragement. Just to shut the fuck up and let me do my fucking job. Well, you know, it's not always about work. You work too much. Shake. No, I need something bigger than a fifty caliber. What do you got? Give me a cannon. Shake, shake. Pow, 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 pow. Wow, it's quiet now. Oh, you do it, Clary. Well, let me guess. What's with my camera? It keeps going in and out. Woo! Two bucks. Just found your channel. Binging, studying to be an enrolled agent. Awesome, awesome. Well, good luck on that. Hope you do it. Uh, Sam whiskey again. Ten bucks. She texted me at nine a.m. and said, "Come over." I told her I'm busy color calibrating my monitor, and she got upset. Cappy, is it a crime to say no to the girls in 2024? No, it's it's never a crime. Usually, you should tell women no. That's how you get laid. In a certain philosophical sense. What do you? What was your previous? <clears throat> Been on Phoenix. Uh, she texted me. Well, who? Your girl? Your wife? What? And said, "Come over." I told her I'm busy calibrating my monitor. 
and she got upset. Cappy is the crime to say no to girls. No. I see. See here. Let's use this as an example, Sam. I think this is an example of what I'm talking about. Someone, perhaps, perhaps I got to sit down and, and more refine my thoughts on this. Perhaps you guys can identify what I'm trying to poke at here. Her getting upset is now a detraction on your because you're human. You're like, God damn it! Now, oh, she. You shouldn't have to have the God damn it. You shouldn't have to have that little microscopic. It's not huge. It's a small, but it's still there. A little pang of guilt where you've upset your girl. I don't know if this is your mom or your daughter or your loved one, your wife or whatever. It shouldn't be that. It should be, okay, sweetheart, uh, let me know when you're done. Or do you want me to come over and bring some cookies? That's really what it should be. Just, you know, to add another piece to this mysterious puzzle we're trying to put together. I do not, I think it's we don't like being questioned about how to best manage our time. Especially if you had to put yourself through life. If you, you, you are intricately familiar with the real world, right? You know what it takes to work, fiscal discipline, budget. <clears throat> fix cars, all that. You are you are an actual fucking adult who can live in the real world. And then you get girls, no offense, ladies, but we men shield you from the real world. So you don't bear the full weight and cost and 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 price of it. You have the luxury of not fixing your car because some guy will probably do it because he wants to fuck you. You you have it, it's not that you don't work, but you don't have face as much headwinds. You you are shielded from the full power and might of reality so she has this luxurious expectation that she's entitled part of your time which means she's questioning your ability to manage your life where you're like holy fucking shit did you what what little miss child little miss affirmative action little miss oh well i uh emotions and feelings someday hopefully we don't get to do hopefully in the real world that man that pisses me off with people questioning <clears throat> Well, are you? Am I sure? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Like, there is. That's another thing. It's hard enough to make it in the real world, but if you want to excel at it, I guess me. That's another thing. Is I have all this opportunity to excel, and then people are nitpicking and questioning. Well, are you sure? Like, oh, I'm. I'm sorry, Mister. Have a car loan, and my wife divorced me, and then my other wife divorced me, and I got the uh, alimony payment. Why don't you tell me your fucking genius idea? Why don't you tell me how I should live? You, 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 Monday morning quarterback, me there, Mister Fat Pig. <clears throat> you see, it's not they're trying to help, but that right there, there should be no interruption, none, and you shouldn't have to now worry about. Oh, I upset my girl. I'm fixing the monitor. Oh, okay, cool. I'll see, that should should it should it be a thing? <clears throat> Bilineal, Bilial Bradley, minimalist donation. Thank you, thank you very much for the five bucks. Alex Patino, a truck driver Latino, agent in the field, ten bucks. Sometimes you are supposed to be paid for being detained. Uh, if you haven't been loaded or unloaded with. Oh, I see. You're talking about trucking. All right. Sometimes you're supposed to be paid for being detained if you haven't been loaded or unloaded within two hours of the appointed time, but you don't get paid. That's another reason for the driver shortage. Oh, okay. Well, when things are fair, people will show up for work. 
It's very simple. When you make it worth people's time, then people will invest your time. In the meantime, <clears throat> Sam Whiskey, five bucks in. Cappy, do not go to the third Rome because the girls there are thin and beautiful. What's the third Rome? I don't know. There was a second. I know. Okay, is Constantinople the second Rome? That might make. I don't know what the third Rome is. Paulie Baseman, five British pounds. Best wishes, Super Cappy. Have some bucks just cause. Thank you. Uh, Sam, again, Cappy, if you want to know what's like to be married, get Windows 11. <laughs> Is it constantly nagging you? I kind of know already. I got my girlfriend trained pretty well, and she kind of respects, you know, the boundaries a little. But, I mean, it, they're human beings and they're women. They're still, like, right before she left, she's like, okay, here's where the laundry detergent is. No fucking shit, huh? Really, that's where the laundry detergent is. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> thank God. I wouldn't know how to do the laundry without knowing that. Um, I, I have Windows 11 on this machine, and Lenovo keeps popping up. Is, is that what it's going to be? Just pop-ups all the time? Except we're not on the internet. It's just programmed into the computer. I'll switch to Linux. I will. See, but here, I shouldn't have to switch to Linux, you know? I shouldn't have to take my time, wipe the computer, grab a thumb drive, install Mint or Ubuntu or whatever lame-ass name. They go, free! Yeah, because free works so well in Africa. Look at how that's working over there. Yeah, free. It comes from the historical Swahili name of free, Ubuntu. Like, uh, how are they doing over there nowadays? Oh, still at war. Okay. <clears throat> I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to reload the software, find alternatives to all the Windows-based. So I shouldn't have to, but I have to. And I'm wondering how much more progress we'd all make if we didn't have to uh, counter cock block uh, Bill Gates's dick coming up our ass. Hat and clogs, two bucks. Happy Cappy, so happy. Keep it up, Cappy. Uh... Dre, two bucks. For Cappy's future, me too, legal fees. Yep, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, be perfectly honest. It. Okay, have we all screwed up? Yes. Uh, have you made some impolite passes? Of course. But I'll tell you this. The handful, like, if this actually happens, where like that, really, that this is, you know, I run for Senate, which I would never do. <clears throat> but if my aberrant bad male behavior gets trumped up and dragged out we're all fucked we're all fucked because ain't none of you batting a thousand and i'm like okay that nope time to leave bye <laughs> bye yeah i yep. i'm out of here i'm out of here sam whiskey five bucks cappy what are your thoughts on security guards wearing a flashlight instead of a pistol what sometimes that's the rules not most most security guard work is not armed. You're not supposed to be armed. Uh, there's a legal risk involved. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I'd estimate 90% of security guard work is you're there for an insurance policy and you're not supposed to stop anything. You're just supposed to call the cops when it comes in. You're to serve as the visual deterrent. And if something goes down, you get the hell out. You call in and get out. And then the a pistol that's specifically it's called armed security you get paid a, a premium for that 
but I, I really never like working armed security because, but why are you work in security? Well, because there's a, a risk, kind of risk of a crime or danger. So you're putting yourself in already a higher risk situation. And now you're armed, which is a big legal risk. And even then, you're not supposed to save anyone. All right. Uh, I mean, technically, if you're doing bodyguard work and that person is attacked, <clears throat> and I bet you it's even different state by state depending on their stand your ground laws and other stuff like that. Like certain states, I would not work in them. I mean, if you don't have a, a stand your ground law, I'm not working in armed security. Get the fuck out of here. Because now I'm not even protecting myself and protecting someone else, and I could go to jail. So I never really like you're only you're only there with a pistol or an, a weapon uh, to protect yourself and get out of there. Uh, and a lot of times it depends. They want you in uniform and they want you to have a gun. So that also is a visual deterrent. Uh, but you get in a shootout with the bad guys and chasing down the no, it doesn't happen. That's all cops. That's all cops. You get the cops in. <clears throat> sadly i mean depending on the state like if you're doing bodyguard work <laughs> the best thing for the bodyguard is to leave your ass behind and get the fuck out of there and that's the best legal thing nope i retreated so, like california i don't know why y'all have armed bodyguards i don't even know if you can have an armed bodyguard i guess you can but it's not they can't legally do much to protect you without putting themselves at legal risk <clears throat> uh sig two two six two buck two bucks my dixie wrecked okay dre two bucks cappy's me two victim will be a guy <laughs> no well you never know yeah I, I guess you never know all right let's go to this um let me tell you about oh, i'm sorry let me get rid of that let me tell you about coffee culture all right let's go back into the night so <clears throat> all this woke bullshit, all this virtue say it started with coffee because in my day you had the anarchists and the vegetarians in high school. That was like the proto woke stuff. Like, oh my God, I'm so much better than the rest of you because I believe a thing. It's like, no, you're just a lazy sack of shit and you're doing that to be edgy so you don't actually have to work. And so um, that then carried on into coffee culture because starting in the 90s brought largely about by the the show friends uh the coffee cafe the coffee culture kind of sprang into existence and i'm for it i like i like coffee cafes i think the europeans did it right but it wasn't there was the 80s and there wasn't like coffee cafes and also there was the 90s and there they were and uh i didn't really start drinking coffee till I was 30 uh but i've come to appreciate the coffee culture but anyway Back in the 90s, you know, nice, it was like the central perk. Everyone's trying to do that. And then, you know, Starbucks came along and all the other, uh, what is it, Seattle's best. That kind of came out of Washington State as well. <clears throat> but to differentiate, yet to capitalize on the fact that Gen X was the first generation to go woke and virtue signal about shit they just merely believed in because they were lazy motherfuckers who didn't want to work a real job and bring real value and production to them and society. Coffee stores got a little clever and said, oh my goodness, we are, and you'd have organic, free trade, fair trade. Sometimes it was authentic. Yeah, they wanted to actually pay um, the poor people in Honduras or Guatemala more money. Uh, 
so they pay extra. Sometimes I forget the difference between fair trade and free, free trade. And then there was organic, which like, oh my goodness, it's so good for you. Which, you know, yeah, you don't want chemicals in your food. I get it. But I would say back in the day, because the one thing all these lefties have in common, that's coffee culture is leftist. Let's be very clear. There's not one conservative or Republican out there who either runs or owns a coffee store. Not one. Not even a libertarian. Right? <clears throat> you, matter of fact, you can't run a coffee store unless you're you're a Democrat or a leftist. It's just they, it won't work. The coffee store will just blow up. It won't. It's like matter and antimatter touch. You just can't. Just can't do it. Um, I would say about eighty percent of it was bullshit. Where it wasn't actually organic, where it wasn't actually fair or free trade, it was just a thing for them to say these so that. Your leftist, disproportionately leftist clients going, I'm supporting the little brown people down south. Good person am I. And in in defense of the coffee store owners, like, how did you know? Like, oh, yeah, we're we're certified organic. Like The supplier comes in and says, oh, yeah, we're certified organic. How do I know that? I do know from someone in the biz that, <clears throat> what is it, Ikea. I think they do a lot of certified uh, some kind of environmental certification. And then a buddy of mine's like, yeah, they really skirt the line on that one. I, they don't really live up to the letter of that, um, whatever the cert, I, f- I forget whether it's organic or environmental or CO2. But how many corporations, oh yeah, our carbon footprint, fuck you. You massage those numbers more than an Asian gal over on Main Street massages a dick in her in her nail salon. So in defense of the coffee stores, maybe they had the right intention, but how did they know? Hey, look, we could put this fair trade stamp. (laughs) These schmucks will pay an extra $5 a bag for it. They're such good people. Anyway, uh, and I would say late 90s into the aughts, uh, the Twin Cities, you, there was a nice coffee cafe. I, again, I like coffee cafe culture. I like it. It's cozy. It's it's like a dirty secret. Like, you end up, you're like this tough and rumble conservative type of guy. You're like, yeah, actually, I kind of like this thing the leftists got going on. It's, it's possible. You know, like you got the grizzled Vietnam veteran, but he likes romantic comedy. It's like, you're allowed to, you're allowed to have a, a thing that doesn't fit your profile. So, uh, I remember, God, Nicollet, Nicollet Avenue. I, and I know all the little hamlets within the Twin Cities area where there, you know, there were, these were neighborhoods that were naturally formed in the thirties and forties. <clears throat> so instead of having to go downtown, you get the local grocery store. So there's nice little hamlets with Chicago has the same thing. Any major Metro kind of has it where, oh yeah, there's this little, you gotta go three blocks down that way. And that's where the the old mercantile and the bars and everything is. So there'd be these coffee stores there. Nice. You go there. I remember one though, man, just, why didn't you just fly the communist flag out in front of your store? Like we're organic certified free trade. All the flyers that were up. Cause the internet had yet to really start marketing and advertising things. All the, all the local crap artists with their crap artwork up for sale for way overpriced shit. <clears throat> and uh 
I was like, wow, this, you could see it just, you know, it's like, it's like gay pride month where all the corporates just start slapping, um, not yellow flags, but the Gadsden flag What's the other one. Rainbow flags. We're like totally gay now. Buy our shit. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. Like this is, and then you start to realize it's like cigars. Just so you know, when you go to cigar lounge, are you going there to have the cigar? Yes. But you're really more going there. The cigar is merely the a formality. I guess hookah would be the same thing. Do you go to the hookah lounge to smoke hookah? Sure. You really go there, though, to talk to your friends and hang out more for the environment and the culture. And But I don't think any uh, cigar smoker or hookah smoker or something like that, I don't think they've ever claimed anything else. You go to relax. You go to hang out with your buddies. You go to sit to be left alone. Uh, you go to where it's quiet. And then this is the conduit, the, the hookah or the cigar or the pipe is the conduit by which you hang out and associate with other people. Coffee ended up becoming something that was like, yeah, I really like my coffee. And you could argue it probably the same thing with the coffee. It was the conduit by which you would go and sit and relax. It was the catalyst by which you'd go and hang out with your friends and have a good time. It was maybe more of a formality. And it switched from that where you're going out for social reasons and uh, relax and all that to, I'm such a good person. I shop at this one. Well, then they all do it. So now the products aren't differentiated. It's just like people getting tattoos or dyeing their hair or getting nose piercings. You're as common as blades of grass and uh, women in the late 90s with tramp stamps. You're nothing unique. You're all boring. And so now it's just to go. Do you remember like when uh, Starbucks was like, oh, my God, we're the. Even Chipotle. Chipotle's got an interesting arc. Before everything went woke, Chipotle was like, oh, my goodness. We have three. They were the first to do this, as far as I know. It's the first time I've ever witnessed it. So you're at a restaurant. you got to bust your own dishes, throw away your own stuff. There's the trash. You know, trash. Leave the plastic thing on the top so they can use it later on. Well, Chipotle thought they'd be special. I, as early as 1999. This is even the 2000s. We have garbage. Then we have recycling. And then we have compost. Like, oh my God. Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> I did. I stopped shopping there. Because I couldn't tolerate this little, yeah, little did I know what was coming down in in 20 years' time. I'm like, I don't need your sanctimonious bullshit about what good little people are because you have a fucking compost. So they, that's about as woke as they went, though. And then they had three bouts of salmonella poisoning. Their tank, their price tanked. People found out that, oh yeah, Chipotle, it's very... Uh, organic and free range and wholesome. But when you load it up with a bunch of rice and that big wrapping thing, you're still not healthy. And then they did the cauliflower mash a little bit, but then they got rid of that right away. You're like, why, why, why? But after two, three bouts of food poisoning, uh, then people stopped going to Chipotle. Well, then I did drive past one. I'm like, wait a minute. I wonder, let's let's just say Chipotle continued on. It didn't go more, more woke than it was before. Let's say the most woke thing in Chipotle is that it's got compost, recycling, and garbage. <clears throat> By today's standards, that's not woke at all. 
And given I've had to have my eyes raisined going into every other, oh my God, it's when is Gay Pride Month? Is that June? The, wouldn't, wouldn't shock me that my audience, the gay members of my audience, went, hey, I don't know either. <laughs> I got shit going on. Still going to suck a dick, but I got shit going. I don't care when it is. We got lives. I get I get my eyes raised and anytime you go into Target or whatever, and I'm wondering, okay, by comparison, Chipotle's pretty based now. So now I'm thinking, okay, if they got a cauliflower mash or like a, a no carb thing for it was good food when you weren't getting poisoned. <clears throat> but anyway, going back to the coffee. So the coffee stores for various sociological and economic and political reasons, all went left. So, Starbucks, the largest and perhaps the most prominent early on about using politics to go left, right? But it could be said of all the coffee industry. I'm sure there's some coffee, they don't really do the politics. They just serve up a good cup of joe and, and leave you be. <clears throat> but Starbucks was the one like, oh, we care about the environment. They were on it. And they popularized it. And then I remember, I don't know if it was Seattle or Portland or San Francisco, one of the places where Democrat policies are just peak, man. Just peak. Like, you got you got your wish come true. You got your little communist exp uh, experiment at a municipal level. Here you go. And they were complaining because all the homeless people were coming in and cleaning up in their bathrooms if homeless people clean up, panhandling, staying warm, that kind of thing. And it was, this was like 10 years ago. I, I couldn't remember the exact thing, but um, <clears throat> you started seeing the beginning of what would be considered industrial politics and industry's politics. In this particular case, the coffee and the coffee shop industry and their politics hard left actually suffering the consequences of the policy. And then they were confused. Like they were, they were conflicted. Oh, but we we're leftists, but now there's a poor person, a homeless person in here and, and, they're interrupting our limousine liberal coffee time. Wait a second. What do you do? Because the owners, the owners will bear ultimate responsibility because they, they're the ones that have to deal with it. But their clients, oh, you should help the homeless person. Oh, you, I don't mind that it smells like rotten feet in here. <clears throat> I don't care. Hang on. Hang on. Let me take a look. Uh. Uh, Wall Street Journal. Uh, story behind San Francisco. Uh, oh, this is interesting. All right, so there was the guy, the tech guy that got killed in San Francisco, I think during the daytime. They're thinking he knew his assailant. So that one, I'm sorry, that's that's not evident. I, I was trying to think, was, it, was he killed outside of a coffee shop? <clears throat> uh, murder charges against tech consultant who allegedly stabbed startup founder Bob Lee. Nima Mo Momeni 
The man charged with the fatal stabbing of Cash App Farm makes his way into... Oh, this might be interesting to read up on. I mean, I'm interested in truth. that they The way it sounded like he just got stabbed up. But now it was daytime. So this wasn't some rando uh, homeless person. All right, well, that that I'm sorry. That's that that's not germane then to the topic of conversation. Anyway, point being, though, <clears throat> thankfully not murder is happening. But you do have these homeless people coming in. And then it was Hotep Jesus. Remember how he the the Starbucks people said no loitering? And it happened to be, what, three, guy, three, three black guys that were loitering? I don't even think they were probably doing anything. They were just killing time or something. And then they complained, and the Starbucks collapsed, and then Hotep Jesus went in and demanded a free coffee at Starbucks and got it because he was black. <laughs> and that began. It began where, for once, I love it. I love it when you leftists finally suffer the consequences of your politics. Like, you know, the immigrants coming in and taking up your schools. <clears throat> or you girls getting the... I mean, really, you want to talk about the ultimate getting what you asked for. You girls got... you. You begged and pleaded to get Democrat men, and now you have them. You have two full generations of Democrat soy boy pussies for you to choose from. <laughs> but this one, this because coffee culture was so sanctimonious, you were just so much more intelligent than everyone, and you knew everything. So here we go. I had to look it up. it up here this is from the guardian so you know it's true homeless at starbucks why the coffee chain is bringing in outreach workers okay okay i know there was a lot more kerfuffle and drama going on but starbucks has doubled down now they're doing the good virtuous thing <clears throat> we're gonna get some social workers in here now so they're, they're they're doubling down on politics unhoused people just say homeless Use the cafe locations to warm up and rest, and now outreach workers can find them there and offer services. Because you, you social workers have just done a great job preventing the homeless. You've solved the problem so well. Are you going to give them more heroin? What are you going to do? What I just... On a chilly recent morning, customers inside a Starbucks in New York's Midtown. Okay, this is New York. Midtown were doing what you'd expect, buying coffee, warming up, chatting. But one person was moving through the store with a different purpose. She first approached a woman standing near the door and another man seated with a cup of coffee saying hello, asking how they were and offered, offering them gloves, hats, and hand warmers. This was an outreach worker named Tashana Jacobs. I would love to look her up. I don't have the time and I don't, I just can tell you right now, a worthless fucking affirmative action hire who is taking our tax money to go <laughs> to enable poverty. That is basically what she's doing. And this store was her first stop of the day. The organization she works for, a homeless outreach and housing nonprofit, there we go, has been contracted by Starbucks to deal with an issue that the company feels it cannot ignore. The number of homeless, you say unhoused, no one gives a shit, they're homeless. <clears throat> unhoused people who come into the store looking for a place to sit, rest, and use the restroom. The program shows how private companies may find themselves filling holes in the U.S. social safety net. Dude, over $30 trillion has been spent on the welfare state for six fucking decades. Your little social worker, Tashana Jacobs, is not going to stop it. 
You people, you leftists are the problem. You've created these Frankenstein monsters who don't work and you keep them alive. You don't let them hit bottom. You don't let them face starvation and certain death, which would trigger them to get a work ethic and a job. You just keep enabling them and enabling them and enabling them. And thank God you do, because now your precious fucking cultures, your little shining cities of leftist utopia, have adult Democrats pooping in the streets. It's And you're too arrogant. See, that's the thing with the Starbucks thing. You just can't admit you're wrong. Your politics are so consuming. You can't possibly be wrong, right? The, the, this is Gen X, by the way. I'm both, Gen X now has 30 years of their politics. Just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <clears throat> you can't admit you're wrong. And you won't. Disney's going to lose another billion this year, I bet. Because you just can't admit that no one gives a shit about politics. They want good stories. Not, oh, but we added Hispanic vagina to it this time. No one care. Is there a good story about the Hispanic vagina? No, it's just she's she Hispanic vagina. Wow. I think I'm going to totally not see that. They just can't. They just can't give up their politics. And it's going to be the end of them. It's great. <clears throat> uh. The program shows how private companies may find themselves filling holes in the U.S. social safety net, and it also takes pressure off Starbucks baristas who may lack a form, the formal expertise needed to deal with customers experience the crisis. I thought they all had college degrees and knew how to handle poor people. Don't you just give them more taxpayer money, and then they kind of then the, then poof, they turn into like a quarter million dollar a year productive accountant. Jacobs has become familiar a familiar face along her route. Once outside the cafe, she spotted a neighborhood regular on his bike. He pulled over, and as the two talked, Jacobs urged him to head to a local drop-in center town. A storm was coming, promising to bring freezing temperatures. He asked for the address and whether she'd be there, and she said she'd stop by later because she loves homeless dick more than any productive member of society. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm mad at that. <clears throat> but just so you know, I'm sure she probably would sleep with a homeless man before she sleeps with a hardworking plumber. Jacobs proceeded on to the next Starbucks. Imagine that's your job, man. Don't don't tell me you girls are slaving away in the oil fields or being cops or or surge. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Heading past tourists and families bundled up for the weather, Jacobs took it as a good sign that his, this client asked her questions about the drop-in center. On other days, he had shrugged off the suggestion. But if people get cold enough, they'll say, listen, I'm ready, said Jacobs. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're cold and hungry enough, you might get off your ass and get a job. Aaron, some of them have mental problems and drug problems. Don't care if they're threatening. You, you, if you know addicts, you know this. They'll hit bottom. And then they'll like all of a sudden start making the right decisions. But the only reason they're making the right decisions is to get back into the good graces to get the free gimme dads and the handouts and all that other shit. They know. They know what to do. You just got to let them starve and get cold. Like when death is at your door, you're like, oh, shit. I could choose to set down the pot and maybe get a job and then not die of starving. But no, you girls are going to go say, fuck the hardworking men. Right, ladies? Am I right? Fuck the hardworking men. You got to go save the fucking degenerates. And the irony is you ask for our money to do it. 
You pay more taxes so I can walk around to Starbucks and raise awareness to the homeless people? I'm a strong, independent woman. You're a fucking child. <clears throat> In New York City, it is clear why Starbucks is an attractive place to pass the time. Some people prefer... Some people experiencing homelessness say they prefer the streets of the city's homeless shelters, some of which have strict rules such as curfews and shared sleeping spaces. Our homeless are so spoiled. They're like, that's not good enough for me. More Democrat, please. The process of obtaining permanent housing can be long and overly bureaucratic. How can that be possible in the Democrat utopia of New York? The city's chief housing officer has called it a paperwork-first approach. There are many other resources available in the city, such as transitional housing. But for unhoused people, retail spaces like Starbucks also offer an everyday place for refuge. What about libraries? Aren't libraries supposed to be? That's another leftist utopia that's just been, or haven, I should say, a, a leftist haven that's been, uh, and you, I guarantee you those library people, the exact same thing is going through with those library people. Uh, 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 they stink and they're dangerous, but uh, uh, but leftist. No, 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 no. Double down on the politics. I don't care if your chances of assault and raisining has gone up like a thousandfold. Too bad. <clears throat> Do you like tetanus? I and also, I gotta wonder since women are disproportionately in the. Um, the uh, non-profit uh, social work environment. What's it like when you get hit on by these guys? What's it like working with people who are a more dangerous group? What's that like? And you caused it. Right? Y'all worried, oh my God, feminism, every man behind the corner, a possible raisin. What's that like now? You're in a much higher risk category. Oh, but I'm kind of turned on by them. They're badasses. They say No. Well, there's certainly Democrats. There's your Democrat boys, boys and girls. Ladies, you want a Democrat? Maybe there's a lot of homeless guys. You can change them. Hey, and if you just help, if you just change one person's life, then it's totally worth your six years of social work. Maybe that's something that women in the left can do. Is you go find all these homeless men and you turn them into your husbands. Like you could, it's it would be like, uh, <clears throat> My fair lady, except you could call it my fa my fair hobo, and there's like, you know, we could make a, a, a Harlequin romance show out of it. Okay, so there's like this homeless guy, and Becky has her master's work. She keeps going, and then she finds nothing's his fault. Oh, you know, you know who the villain? The evil corporations and the Republicans. Are, you know, get a bad white male senator. You don't have to say Republican. That'd be too on the nose. You know, oh, and he's going to get rid of the homeless camp. And then she gets him off the drugs. And oh, and he shaves and he's a 10. And he's got six-pack abs, even though he never really worked out, went to the gym. And seriously, you girls, go. there's some nice, great raw material for you to work with, with the male homeless. They're Democrats. You're politically aligned. Neither of you want to work. You got that going for you, right? It's a match made in heaven right off the bat. And you could girl boss and turn you could change him. <clears throat> uh, doo -doo -doo. Starbucks offer uh, that means the baristas, cashiers, and other uh, often play the unofficial role of social worker on the job. Social worker is not a real job. 
Starbucks began bringing trained outreach workers into its stores in 2020, and the program is active in eight cities, including Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Chicago, and Seattle. Homelessness rates in all these cities are high or growing. In New York, for instance, the number of people sleeping in shelters reached almost 66,000 last October, and the national homeless rate remains stubbornly high. Stop paying them to be homeless. A spokesperson for Starbucks described the program as one of the ways that the coffee giant seeks to support and strengthen the communities around its stores <clears throat> and better equip employees to meet the challenges of their jobs. You're just, you're just this poor young schmuck. You're like, right, I guess I could serve coffee, and I, I, I believe the boomers and the Gen Xers, and I ignored the millennials, and I majored in history. I guess I'll go work as a barista. And then you're there, and it's just a bunch of homeless people. <laughs> do do you, do the coffee work? Do you all like? You know this ain't working. You know I I know I studied this for four years, but this isn't exactly working. When I was studying it, the the textbooks were you know they smelled like new textbooks, and now it smells like you know moldy armpits in here. I wasn't expecting this. <clears throat> With the this program specifically, Starbucks wanted to be part of the solution. No, 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 no. You lied. You are part of the treatment. You will solve nothing. You are not going to solve anything. You are treating the problem and making it worse. This the the solution is very simple. Stop helping them. Let them face starvation and hunger and poverty and death. And then when death is looking them at the face, there is a higher chance, not a guarantee. There is a higher chance they will sober up and be serious about it. But then, what would you girls do for a real job? Oh my God! Not merely transfer money from the productive class to the parasites. <gasps> what are you girls gonna do? Oh my God! You might have to learn math or something. What's that like, leftists? Not not women solely either, because men. What's that like knowing you have just enabled generation after generation? What are we on three generations now of increasing poverty? What's that like? You've just ruined three generations of of people's lives. What's that like? Well, as long as you feel good about it, because you did the right thing. <laughs> Why does it smell like feet? I want to talk to him. Uh, Jacob works for Breaking Ground, the nonprofit that partners with coffee retailers in New York and is part of the team that checks in on roughly 15 stores in the city. Jacobs and her colleagues work to build long-term relationships with their clients with the goal of help. They don't have clients. They don't pay you. I guarantee you the taxpayer is subsidizing this with the goal of helping them secure housing. But she also serves their, you know what will help them secure housing? A, a real big cold spell. We're like, you know what? Maybe I'm about to die if I don't find some housing. Maybe I should get a job. But she also serves their immediate problems. I bet she does, whether by pointing them in the direction of other social services like soup kitchens or simply offering them a new pair of socks. <laughs> yeah, you're not mothering them at all. You're really just pushing them out of that nest to make sure they fly. <clears throat> Jacobs, who has been at the breaking ground just too short, short of two years, is level is level headed and warm. Walking past theaters and restaurants on Broadway, she seems to have X-ray vision pointing. Okay, I don't care. She's not an impressive person. Ba 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 ba. Okay, so Starbucks, Starbucks is gonna help out. Help out. What do I do? Help out. <clears throat> From Eatery, San Francisco. 
October 22nd. Starbucks is closing seven San Francisco stores this month. <laughs> Your politics will destroy you. At, I'm not predicting this. This is happening. It, 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 now, this is just Starbucks, okay? You know, this is coffee culture in general. In one hand, leftism. Oh, my God. Sucky lefty dicky. Ah, oh, loves it so much. She's I do. And then all of a sudden, you have to shut down seven stores. The direct cause of your politics. Because you were letting crime in. You're letting the homeless people in. People aren't showing up anymore. The multinational coffee chain will close stores around downtown and off Market Street by October 22nd. So this is October 3rd, 2023. And by the way, there are many, many other articles. There's one about Phil's Coffee. I guess it was a 30-year coffee store in San Francisco that closed down. Then they talk about other established. What? I gotta, I gotta know. I guess it ultimately culminates also San Francisco. I know someone who lives in San Francisco. And he was telling me at his $4,000 a month apartment, uh, you know, that's what he's paying. Other people are paying more. There was homeless people starting to encamp in the atrium or the overhang to the to the apartment. And nearly everyone was like, well, at least you should be happy you have housing. Don't break character, right? To what level will you left this go to protect your precious ego in politics? Because now it's pride. Pride, one of the seven deadly sins. Now I understand why. Because pride will kill you. It will. Or at least lessen your life. And it's fat. Like, guys, <clears throat> to, to any immigrant, foreigner, or person alive, I guess, you really should take advantage of these people. You really should. Like, oh, can I get free housing? Well, you're a leftist, right? Oh, you can I get, you know, oh, can I get, 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 give me, give me, give me. Siri, I'm I, obviously I'm joking about women, you know, leftist women finding homeless men and turning them into the perfect Democrat husband. I'm not joking about that. And in some regard, I think if a homeless man could set down the drugs a little bit, come with a bit of strategy, clean up just a little bit. How, how unfeasible would this scenario be? Follow me in on this. You are a drug addict, all right? And a cold spell comes through Chicago. Oh, jeez, I gotta. And for whatever reason, there isn't some Marxist leftist quant shoving food and clothing, and you're you're about to, you face, you're like, oh my God, you had to come to, you hit bottom. How hard would it be for you? Homeless people are pretty clever with their panhandling and the charm and the marketing skills. You just sober up a little bit. You go into a bathroom. Because I've thought about I don't know. You guys probably thought, what if I was homeless? What would you do? Well, I'd go into a Starbucks and clean up. Uh, You know, go to the soup kitchen or whatever. I'd bathe in the uh, whatever, a pond or some clean up my clothes, dry them out. Some I try and go to Goodwill, get like a decent set of clothes, haircut, and go find a job. That's what I would do. And that's not impossible. People it shows you what easy mode Democrats are playing. Oh, they can't do that. Shut the fuck up. Just fuck. Just shut up. Just shut up. You are horrible at eliminating poverty. Shut up. <clears throat> but with with that little bit of practical intelligence, practicality, you clean up and uh, maybe keep your beard a little bit. 
And then you go into the coffee store or you're like, look, do you have a janitor position? I need to work. And there's the cute barista. Or you go to the library. There's the mousy lady. You know, it's the old, you know what it is? You know what it is? You know what it is? Remember the episode with Foghorn Leghorn and uh, Winter's Coming? And he's all cold because he's got his dumpy bachelor pad because he didn't work and didn't maintain it. And it's, it's drafty in there. And then there's the the female uh, chicken who, who always had a crush on Foghorn Leghorn, but she was older. She's like, well, yes, you know. And he'd always push her away. Well, one episode, it was cold. And Foghorn Leghorn started making nice with the gal to get inside her nice, warm hen house. It's all nice and warm. Why can't you do that? Well, I declare, my, you know, you go in there, I, you wouldn't have the Foghorn Leghorn accent. But it would be akin to you, here you are, the homeless guy. You clean up just enough to walk in. And there's the mousy, you know, 38-year-old virgin uh, masters in library science gal and you come in and like look i see you have a position open or a job and <clears throat> can i work it you know i'm i'm homeless and i'm trying to get things in like, you got nice eyes why yes and then you're like you're mopping the floor i'm like okay this lady's gotta be paid at least 65 grand for a stupid master's degree because there's some fucking sanity in the government labor market she's got to have a nice house and then you 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 go out and you find some kind of trash because you know where all the good trash is because you're homeless and you you do some kind of origami thing and you make a, like an origami flower out of trash for the woman you give it to her okay you go back to the homeless shelter you where you know you're on the the big accomplishment would be that you're getting off the sauce and <clears throat> making progress in life. I guarantee you, if homeless men just upped their game a little bit, set down the booze, you could woo all these social workers and get into that nice warm condo. Have them pay for your shit. Where's T Rash? We T Rash, we need you as a consultant here. Where is T Rash? <clears throat> uh, you could do it. You, you could absolutely do it. So here we are, San Francisco. It's not a super surprising turn of events. Why is it surprising? I thought I thought you social workers and social science scientists could figure out how to run a beautiful leftist utopia. This should this should be a shock. How dare Starbucks? Nothing should close in San Francisco. It should just be this big fucking socialist utopia. <clears throat> In a not su super surprising turn of events, Starbucks will close seven of its San Francisco stores by or on October 22nd. All seven lie amongst the Soma, Union Square, Financial District, and Cathedral Hill neighborhoods. I don't know much about San Francisco, but I'm going to assume at one time, those were the nice places to be, right? No more than 15 years ago, those were the nice places to be. Though, according to an internal letter to workers from Starbucks Regional Vice President for Northern California, Jessica Borton, which was shared by the Business Times, the company will invest $2.5 in four other shops in the city. There are several factors Starbucks considers when tasked with the tough decision to close the store, Borton wrote. And also think about this. This is kind of... It's like when a Walmart closes or a McDonald's closes. That's not supposed to happen. They do their uh, preliminary marketing analysis pretty thoroughly before they start dropping money 
on a facility. <clears throat> I got to imagine Starbucks did the things. But your community, San Francisco, has turned into such degenerate pieces of shit. Seven Starbuckses are closing. It's not Starbucks. It's just like Walmart when they closed their neighborhood shopping thing over in Chicago. It's not Walmart. It's not the corporations. Your community, your people fucking suck. You have criminals. You have crime. They cannot run a profitable venture there. And if they can't run a profitable venture, why would anyone invest their money in setting up the venture in the first place? And good luck. Well, we don't need profits. Let me know how that works for you. Let me know how how the profitless economy works. Uh, But it's all part of ensuring a healthy store portfolio. The stores to close are located at 201 Mission Street, 442 Geary Street. Let me look this up. Let me see how far this was from where I was. Because I had to go there to get my... Uh, digital residency, San Francisco. <clears throat> okay, that's outside of Chinatown, it looks like. Oh, geez, that's right on the bay. <laughs> Do you have any nice places left? I was in San Francisco twice. I was in, really? Oh, my goodness. 555 California Street. Where's this one? that one's more in Chinatown yeah where was I I was a little bit more in yeah I I can't claim to know uh, San Francisco geography the four shops receiving upgrades and renovations include two stores at 201 Powell Street and 390 Stockton Street indicating the company is joining efforts to double down in Union Square Locations at 3-3. Is Union Square? Let me hang on. Union Square. Let me do this. Union. I wasn't going to look up a crime map. Union Square, San Francisco. <clears throat> okay. Union Square, just south of Chinatown and north of the highway. About four or five city blocks in. Now let me do poop map, San Francisco. It pops right up, poop map for San Francisco. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get the image. Let me get the image. Oh, the whole peninsula is filled with it. Uh, based on the map, it's darkest. It's most brown in that area. <laughs> okay. California, shady people, stupid people, stupid people, stupid people, stupid people, shit, 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 feces, shit, 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 feces. Uh, No employees will lose their jobs as all workers will be offered hours at other stores. The two unionized shop in the Castro district and in Inner Sunset were not affected. It a uh, question for the gay community uh, because we do have some. Not that you all live in the Castro district, have you heard? That was like the place to be. And generally, a uh, gay community keeps things nice and posh. Is that is the Castro district being affected? Is it shutting down? 
Starbucks has joined Pete's and other coffee companies with Bay Area locations and prioritizing to-go options from downtown operation. Oh, that's another thing. Whoa. Well, that's right. My chair does this. Never mind. <clears throat> I forgot I got one of these comfy chairs. To be like Captain Kirk. Yes. Lieutenant O'Hara, put on a French maid outfit. That is a that was a black woman that if I was alive in that time, mm -hmm, yes, yes, Cappy would be very for diversity. Hey, you got the kisser too. First interracial kiss on television, man. William Shatner has a, had a life, hasn't he? <clears throat> um, you will notice that I had to piss away two hours of my time running an errand that ended up not being yesterday, and I went to the Starbucks over in Chinatown. We have a Chinatown in Vegas. It's actually cool. You should go check it out. Fuck this strip. Go to Chinatown instead. It's just, it's it's more interesting. Uh, So they fucked up my order at the Starbucks, but I went in. There's like two chairs. That's it. What, Starbucks, I'm confused, Starbucks. You, you tell me. Oh, you got a little bit of Democrat cum on your face, Starbucks. Can you wipe that off? Okay. I like to talk to people. I don't want to see cum in their eye. I, I kind of want to like talk, you know, eye to eye, man to man, or whatever you identify as. Anyway, you really want to help out the homeless people, but why is there not enough chairs in these places? Why are you not, why are you shutting these places down? You're, it's almost like you're saying one thing, but then your actions don't reflect that. I'm confused. But I did see that. I was like, what? Because I was I had to kill time. I'm like, okay, I might as well go to a star. I mean, the coffee's not bad. It, it's fine. <clears throat> and I go and I, I'm looking, I'm like, there's really there was small, small chairs, almost like play school size chairs. I don't know what fat people do at these Starbucks. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just sit here and wait. And it was really small, which kind of makes sense at a square foot square foot basis because you're renting so that could cut down on your your lease expense okay I'm, that makes business sense but i'm sitting there and there's like people two feet in front of me in line like this is an awfully you are not welcome there it's very unwelcoming and yeah that's what they're doing now it, <laughs> you democrats don't get nice things you don't get a nice apartment without some homeless people sleeping in your atrium you don't get to walk down to the street without being harassed and annoyed. You get more crime, and you get to live in more dangerous circumstances. But you will you will destroy yourself. But is it you can't exist unless you're a leftist? Is that what it is? Like your whole purpose and value is that you're a leftist? Have you tried Christianity? Have you tried Islam? Have you tried Buddhism? Have you tried Judaism? Religion. What about... What about Eastern philosophy? What about libertarianism as an alternative one that's a little bit more anchored in reality? Have you, have you are you looking for purpose and mean? What about being a sexually attractive person and falling in love with other people? That doesn't force you to deal with criminals and higher risk individuals and lower standards of life. Have you have you thought about maybe getting a different life philosophy? Maybe. <clears throat> Uh, prioritizing to-go options for downtown operations. It's no coincidence that these closures come at a time when office vacancies in the heart of San Francisco remain stubbornly, stubbornly high. They're not stubborn. They're not stubborn is irrational. Dad, you should move down to Florida. It's not cold and you won't slip on the ice. <laughs> That's stubborn because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Dad, 
well, no, it wouldn't make any sense because he's being stubborn. People, vacancies aren't being stubborn. That's a natural reaction to, once again, shitty people and a shitty culture. Everyone included, not just the homeless people, which you probably worship and bow down. Oh, my God. Can we have suck a homeless man's dick week? Would that encourage you? They do these interviews on the streets. What they really should ask is all these up-and-coming college graduate girls, would you suck a homeless man's dick or a modern-day soy boy? They'd have to think about it. It's no coincidence that these closures come at a time office vacancies stubbornly high, nor when Starbucks faces hundreds of complaints from workers through the National Labor Relations Board. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, okay, I know corporate for all these for all these coffee stores are leftists, but aren't you employees the same? Are you all college graduates and you're going to help out the poor? No, 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 no. You should embrace the homelessness. What? How dare you be homeless? Nisist. How dare you be bigoted against the unhoused? <clears throat> For what it's worth, the closures come after major retailer Target announced plans to shutter three Bay Area stores, including one in so Wait, Target? Wait a minute. What's with all you leftist people abandoning your socialist utopia? It it writes itself. Oh, that's it. That was the article. Let me read this one. Phil's coffee founder has message for customers on the closure of the first San Francisco shop. Uh, for two decades. That's only two decades. I like It's something you can do on your free time if you want to feel happy. <clears throat> Just search your company store closing or restaurant closing. And you could find out all the stores and restaurants that are closing. Now, in fairness... Stores and restaurants always close. That's the normal course of business. But then go look restaurants opening or find out what's replaced them, especially if you're familiar with the area. And what you'll typically see in these leftist areas is a ton of stores are closing, but a fraction are opening. They're losing stores overall, whether it's restaurants or regular stores. And also what you'll see is long-term established uh, venues closing and then Mr. Whipdick got an SBA loan with Lord knows how much assistance and help and they're going to open up their like uh, Franks and Beans <laughs> you know uh, Katie's Cupcakes <laughs> they last a year On Monday, they are closing the coffee shop where it all started in San Francisco's Mission District. Is the Mission District, is that is that where it was? This is really sad. We actually rushed out of the house just to make it in time. Like, we have to be there. It's sad, but you don't see any any of the familiar faces anymore, said Cher Soto, San Francisco resident. Yeah, people left. This Phil's location served their last cup of coffee at 1 p.m., marking an end of era for customers like Cher Soto who grew up coming here as a teenager and years later as a mom. I love Phil. Personally, I love Phil. We used to come and sit here, and he would sit on the bench, and we would talk to kids, blah, blah, blah. All right, all right, why is he closing down? And a lot of times they give the they give the politically correct the politically correct answer. Well, you know, I want to retire. 
A spirit of community is what many like Carter Cromwell kept coming back for. Does that community include feces? Some of the other places that Phil's has are really nice. They're all brand new. They are really nice. There's really no problem at all. But this one just oozes atmosphere. After opening in 2003, Phil's has expanded to other 60 locations, the majority in California. And even though they are closing their first location, the business continues. We're just clear. We go. We are just closing because we did not renew the lease. Why didn't you renew the lease? My car didn't start because I turned the keys on and it didn't fire up. Why didn't it fire up? There's just a lot to do behind the lease, and it makes sense for us not to do it. Good, good. You sure have a future in politics," said Chris Watts of Phil's Coffee Store Lee. Chris, you have a future in politics, man. While it's the original, the spirit is built from here. Even though foot traffic was not the reason behind Phil's closing the store throughout the Mission District, the lack of business leading to many, a lack of business leading journalism, ladies and. Even though foot traffic was not the reason behind Phil's closing this store throughout the Mission District, a lack a lack of business leading to many closures. That was it. Has been leading to. One of them is Cuban restaurant Media Noche. They are set to close at the end of this month after years in the neighborhood. What have? Oh no, not diversity. <clears throat> the restaurant is like my home because I got. To full time forty hours in the week, it's almost my house. That's so hard," said Maria Mendez, Media Noche's chef. According to the Golden Gate Restaurant Association, here we go. In 2022, San Francisco reported twice as many restaurant closings as openings, and now is not looking promising for me. I have a question for all you um, San Francisco people who don't have children, and the nuclear family is bad, and all you have is your restaurants and culture. What are you going to do? Oh no, these. But、they all had restaurants. Oh, we had the new restaurant opening up. Oh my goodness! So there's this new restaurant, and then that's all I remember in New York. I actually had a relative who lived in New York City, and that's all it was. Oh, we're going to this club, we're going to this cafe, we're going to this nightclub, we're going to this food and restaurant. That's all it was. Like, what are you, what are you, childless spinsters or whatever a male spinster is? What do you guys do when you're when you're Cafes and restaurants close. What do you do?、Uh, unfortunately, it's that it's been really slow in that area, particularly around Valencia Street, sort of sixteen, seventeen, and onwards. Said Lori Thomas, executive director of the Golden Gate Restaurant Association. The restaurant owners we have talked to, who've made those hard decisions to close, have been a lack of sales, a lack of foot traffic, less bar business contributes to that. Wonder why there's less. What's going on? What, what, huh? Something happening? Huh? Yeah, you know, like when I diagnosed that my battery that I don't have electricity in my car, I diagnose. Oh my! I figure it out. It's the alternator went. If you guys dig deep enough, you know where you're gonna find out what your alternator problem is. Democrat policies, and I hate to be so basic bitch about that.、Oh, Democrat, Republican. No, no, it, it's your Democrat policies. It's, it's you guys. It's you. You're the cause of your own defeat. You just didn't vote Democrat. Now I think, <clears throat> I think you should have the state of California create a restaurant fund to create some government restaurants. You can have like different types. Of, oh, goodness. Have like a Latino restaurant and a lesbian restaurant and a gay Latino re- lesbian restaurant. Oh my god!
God. Is the food any good? No, it's shit. But, you know, apparently the leftist, the only thing that matters is the color of your skin and the genitalia you like to lick. So what are you doing, San Francisco now? Do you all just, like, sit and mope? What, what do you do? What's the effort San Francisco do now? What, what are you... Just, you don't go outside. You look at homeless people. What? I think I think you all should start giving blowjobs to the homeless. I think that would show some community spirit. There's a blowjob gap. Did you know? What would you? Ninety percent of the homeless never get a blowjob. <clears throat> As many enjoyed the last months moments at Phil's original coffee shop, Cher made a call to bring the closure to many. She called Phil on speaker. Phil had a message for everyone. Okay, everybody, I just want to thank you so much. For, yeah, Phil's probably in California, Florida saying, fuck this shit. I want to thank you all so much for your dedication and love to help us because Phil's coffee is like a grandma's house, full of love and passion, said Phil Jaber, owner and founder of Phil's Coffee. Well, there you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. What else did I have? <clears throat> oh, let's go. Oop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. There we are. Let me go. Uh, let's get some more super chats so I don't fall behind. I got another San Francisco uh, article. My truth. The king. Five bucks. Speaking of whatever culture and probes up dudes Audi or any if you're into that stuff. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Dr. Cosmo Kramer. MD proctologist, aka Ass Man Sunfeld. <laughs> oh. Nonstop Dre, five bucks. Why does Cappy love cigar lounges? He likes to show off to other men how good he is at sucking and talking on a big object in his mouth. Don't forget it, they're usually brown there, Dre. Long brown objects. Factious loot, two bucks. But Cappy, it's hard to not be homeless. Yep, it really is hard. You know what's harder? Then working, being homeless. And clogs, two bucks. Yes, Cappy. Yes, let the hate flow through you. Yeah, I, I was kind of. A, now I'm happy because I see all the people in San Francisco ain't getting their shit. Well, that's got to be sad. Think of all these people in New York, like youngish people, or maybe they're starting to make money, and they were brought up on the idea of, of Seinfeld or Sex in the City or California is a really cool place to live, and now they go there and it's just utter trash, and that's where they're living. There is no central perk. There is no Mr. Big. Sam Whiskey, five bucks. I once dated a girl who worked at Starbucks. I don't miss her, but I do miss her employee discount. I am somewhat sympathetic towards the baristas. They've been lied to about their careers. They've they're now Starbucks does pay and offer tuition reimbursement. So let's be honest about that. But you know, you want you want the poster child for millennials who've just been lied to and are totally screwed over for most of the rest of their life. I present to you the barista. My truth, five bucks. Starbucks is a great place to swing by weekly every two weeks for free coffee grinds. I till it with my vegetable garden soil for chef's kiss tomatoes. Yeah, I, I have enough coffee here I make myself that I, uh, I, I feed the lemon tree with it. John Quayle, five bucks. Lazy virtue signalers always justify going against their own principles when it's convenient and no one is looking. I, I just... 
I'm not even yelling or arguing or trying to reason with leftists anymore. I just love watching leftists endure living in their own shit. They are in their own bed. They have to live in it. I enjoy watching it. And I just keep, I just want to ask them like, uh, so why are rioters burning down your buildings? <clears throat> Ooh, blue, police brutality. Yeah, and, and there should be a, a court case, right? Okay, I get that. But why, why are they... Why would that logically lead to burning down the buildings? Well, because they're just so fed up. Okay, we can have a discussion. Why are they burning down the building? Because you voted for it. You thought you could replace fathers with government checks. That's what you did. Don't need no man. Hand clog. Oh, my God. You discovered your wallet. What's going on, buddy? You all right? Oh my god, I just saw the UWU opening. I just love hearing the screeching bellows of Cappy pointing out the Emperor has no clothes. Glory to our robot dog, Overlords. Hat is a mountain hiking boot? Oh yeah, I can see the, the river and the tree barely. Scenic mountain page. I think they're going overboard with these uh, emoticons. I, I can't... There's only so much you could do with so many graphic pixels. <clears throat> uh, Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Cappy, my girl's a flight attendant. She's loads of fun, but she has her moments like most girls do. But I do love her employee discount. I know, Sam, you just keep on dating for the way away. What can I get out of your career? Oh, I could be your buddy pass? Okay. They're, they're women. They're women. They, I, they're not men. And uh, I do not tolerate certain behaviors but yeah they're going to mother again jordan peterson said it look up infantilization it's going to happen to you really it is time well did you did you put away your clothes <clears throat> and then they know at least they know i'm like yeah oh my god jeez jeez look at this man the show's gone south now Modern life dating, 10 bucks. USA number one, baby. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. I'm so sick of this place. So fucking sick. Dude, do you know that it's probably the same for you? I I just do my work and I go on a hike in the desert. I, I'm not going to. I think one of the big straws that broke the camel's back about me having any kind of hope for America, like as a community or culture to interact with, was when I tried to go play Dungeons and Dragons over here in Vegas. And I went in, it was just a bunch of autists and Spurgs who could not play the game. A bunch of adult children who were just acting all cool and edgy because they knew the rules and they're making inside jokes all the time and they're all hitting on the one girl. I was like, are we going to play the game? <clears throat> I remember we played and it, it was horrible. And the DM, his first time DM, so, so how did I do? And I looked at him right at the tail. I said, you fucking sucked. And everyone was just so shocked because I wasn't I wasn't playing any, any part of the special reindeer autist games. Yeah, you did real good. Yeah, yeah. Here's your millennial standards. Here's your participation trophy. It was great. We didn't do anything in the fucking game, but you did great. Modern Life John again. By the way, go ahead and subscribe to his channel. <clears throat> uh, going to Hawaii this week. Another Democrat shithole with homeless people everywhere. Yeah, I... They don't have homeless in Japan, I bet. I bet they deal with that pretty quick. Ass bucket, five bucks. Same thing in the Twin Cities. How many longstanding businesses are closing? It's amusing watching the left eat themselves. 
I will just pop more popcorn. I remember uh, Uptown being where all the cool kids went. Now it's it's gone. It's dead. There's nothing there. All the theaters, all the restaurants, everything's closed. Psycho Susie's, Williams Bar. This doesn't mean anything to other people. These places have been there multiple decades and were great venues. And ah, ah, Trisha's Trixie Store. Barbara's Biscuits. I always want to run a bit. Have you guys seen the TikTok advertisement for the for the ugly gal who her and her husband run some kind of bakery and it's for disabled people? Which I guess isn't <clears throat> like, okay, fine. Uh, but it's got a wheelchair and all that, but it's advertising on TikTok. It's like, why did you waste your money? Well, technically it's advertising on YouTube. Why did you waste your money advertising about a shop that's in Pennsylvania? To the nation. What, in case I drive through? Guess what store ain't going to be open in three years after they burn through all their 401k money? But it's been my dream. And you got to live it. And now you can suck a dick on a corner. There's going to be some harsh economic lessons coming down the road. Sam Whiskey, again, five bucks. Starbucks celebrates Indigenous Day, but not industrious people. I don't know. Does, is there an indigenous day? I don't know. Is, <clears throat> is that a Canadian thing? I mean, it's fine. Go ahead. Look, I'm okay if you get a day, right? Indigenous day. Eh, St. Patrick's Day. All right. Cinco de Mayo. Sure. This should, is there a gay day? I know we got a month, but it's just a dedicated day. Hey, happy gay day. Yeah, happy gay day to you. Or you just say gay day because gay means happy. So you can just save yourselves two syllables. Just gay day. Gay day to you too, sir. We'd all be happy. Now we need a month. A whole month. SMV, five bucks. Nothing like walking into a Starbucks to find an SJW behind the counter with a smug deadpan look on her face, confused as to how she can help me. Yep. I'm wondering, you know... Coffee culture's been around two decades and change. Have you baristas? Like, are the older ones like, yeah, we, you're kind of on the front lines. You get to see people. Did you, did you learn anything? How, how did you rethink your politics after you joined a coffee store? <clears throat> Ass bucket, five bucks. Walmart and Brooklyn Center closed because of financial performance, not because they had to put socks and underwear in locked glass cases. Right, yeah, same thing. I thought it's also they had 6,911 calls in a year, which is, if I do the math right, 20 a day? Was that? It was some absurd. Maybe it was 600. Maybe it wasn't 600. Maybe it was 600. Uh, but an absurd amount of 911 calls are coming out of that Walmart. You're like, okay. Yep, just financial troubles. It has absolutely nothing to do with the community it's in. <clears throat> nothing whatsoever. Sam Whiskey, Cappy, why can't you be more like Modern Life John? Because I have all my chromosomes. That's Because <laughs> I'm not special needs. <laughs> I can't wait to see John in Japan. It'll be a good time. <laughs> uh, Nestor Toledo. Hey, Nestor. Two Canadian. We're getting dumber. Or dumb people just louder. Both. Both. Uh, we are getting dumber. And I don't I don't even necessarily think um, it's IQ or intelligence. I mean, there's certainly that angle. Uh, because it's, it's not even... 
I know idiocracy focused on IQ, but you tell me the difference between someone who has a master's degree in political science, but an IQ of 120 versus uh, a dope who was born with a 90 IQ. What, what's the difference? There is no difference. Is anything the IQ 120 person with a master's of political science is probably an arrogant fucking asshole that is equally worthless and talentless. And even then, you could say, well, okay, the guy is a dope at a 90 IQ. What if he works hard? You know, what if he's the janitor? Well, technically, that person—not technically, easily. By far, that's a better person than the IQ 120, but with a, a warped programming. And so, I don't know if it's not, sure dumber. Okay, yes, louder, but I think uh, erroneously programmed, uh, poor operating systems. You get you can have a bunch of intelligent people. Look at academia. Academia is, I mean, regardless of the degree, you're talking. 105 to 115 IQs, not dumb people, smarter than average, but they're all wrong. They're programmed wrong. They just they just bow down at the dick of socialism. I don't know why everything's poor. I don't know why everything's so expensive. I mean, think about that. All these college graduates, and they don't know how compound interest works, and they can't figure out how to pay off the student loans. And, and I believe they have better than average IQs, but you don't understand something simple as fifth grade mathematics. You were lied to. That's what it is. Uh, Thomas Ralph, five bucks. I know this is a bit late. Been busy with work since I'm not a millennial. <laughs> also, part millennials are finally working now. They're like, oh shit. They finally set down the socialism, or they set down the communism. Now they got socialism. Like, but maybe Andrew Yang set your cup back down. But but Andrew Yang, you'll be I don't drink from that. What'd you learn? What'd you learn about your first half of your life? Set it down. Set it down. But he said free shit. Where did that get you before? Not doing this again, Melania. Set it down. Now grab the cup of go fuck yourself and work your ass off. It's harsh. Yeah, well, it's better for you. Also part of Cappy workout routine, boys medium graphic t-shirts. Yeah, I like them. Not boys medium. I'm small male. I admit, I'm not some. I don't look like the actor in Jack Reacher. I know that. But I don't go to the boys shop. <clears throat> Ass bucket, two bucks. Columbus Day becoming Indigenous Peoples Day. Okay, fine. Good for them. We're gonna have Columbus Day anyway. He wasn't the. I mean, you look at it. He wasn't the greatest guy. But he did sail across the Atlantic. He did discover, it. and in that regards, like, yeah, I guess we got to celebrate you. Not against an Indigenous Peoples Day. Why not? I mean, sure, you can celebrate how great your cultures once were before you got the welfare state. Yeah, you could change that if you wanted to, but no, no, no. Here's some more booze. All right, um, <clears throat> let me pull up the. Oh, that's right. Let me look this up. Not too bad music. Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta look this up. <clears throat> life expectancy new. Where? Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Where this... 
bear with me guys there was an article but this looks to be dated did i click on the right thing news give me the news 9th Circuit. All right, let me let me read this. This might be a bit dated, but it'll go there. Um, <clears throat> San Francisco officials class on clash on Ninth Circuit over ban on homeless sweeps. Tensions ran high on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals on Wednesday morning as the city's attorney office of counsel for the Coalition on Homeless met in federal court regarding an injunction that limits the city's ability to sweep encampments off the streets. The city's representatives have claimed that the injunction imposed by U.S. District Court Judge Donna Ryu in December 2022 is overly broad and has resulted in the city being unable to enforce these laws regarding homeless encampments. This isn't what I... It was Mish something else. Hang on. Why can't I find it? This is what happens when I don't save... Coalition. Coalition. <clears throat> Mish talk. Here it is. All right. This is more recent. This is from January 14th. Appeals court rules the homeless have a right to camp on sidewalks. The Ninth Circuit. Court of Appeals affirmed the constitutional right of vagrants to sleep on the sidewalks. And for those of you who don't know, the Ninth Circuit is the San Francisco uh, part of the national uh, court system. And they're just rank boomer leftists. Uh, The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed the constitutional right of vagrants to sleep on the sidewalks, in parks, and even on steps of courthouses. In the ruling, the court sided with the Coalition on Homeless and against the city to prevent the city and county of San Francisco from enforcing any ordinance that punishes sleeping, lodging, or camping on public property. So you all vote for this. You all vote for this, and then you complain when there's homeless around. And now there's the homeless coalition. God bless it. And they're they're suing San Francisco, and they won in the ninth in the court of appeals. <clears throat> And what this has done is it has pitted leftist mark. I mean, how much more leftist can you get than city council of, of San Francisco against the people that voted for it? It's just wonderful. The ruling was based on an extreme interpretation of the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution. The Eighth Amendment says excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel or unusual punish- punishments inflicted. See, the you can see that the Ninth Court of Appeals is just an activist court. This has nothing to do... Well, first, it should be a, a local or city issue, <clears throat> not a national issue. This is not a constitutional violation of the Eighth Amendment, but the court interpret it that way. In a 53-page ruling, the appeals court ruled that it is cruel and unusual punishment to prevent camping on sidewalks or any public property, presumably even courthouse steps. The last 36 pages of the ruling first link was a blistering dissent by Circuit Judge Patrick J. Bamati. Here are some uh, pertinent snippets. Today we let stand an injunction permitting homeless persons to sleep anywhere, anytime, 
in public in the city of San Francisco unless adequate shelter is provided. The district court's sweeping injunction represents yet another expansion of our court's cruel and unusual Eighth Amendment jurisprudence. Our decision is cruel because it leaves the citizens of San Francisco powerless to enforce their own health and safety laws without the permission of a federal judge. They voted for it. Oh, my God. I love it. You all get to live in a leftist dictatorship. Uh, And it's unusual because no other court in the country has interpreted the Constitution this way. Based on the misreading of the Eighth Amendment's cruel and unusual punishment clause, the district court now dictates to San Francisco how it may manage its sidewalk streets and parks. The result of the district courts for far-reaching injunction. See, you all are envious of these leftists who get elected. Like, oh my God, wouldn't it be nice to be mayor of San Francisco? Nah, not really. Not when you got to deal with this. The result of the district court's far-reaching injunction is that homeless persons now have a choice to sleep, lie, or sit anywhere they want in public at any time until San Francisco can provide them a shelter. It couldn't happen to a better group of citizens. That ruling is far removed from the original meaning of the cruel and unusual punishments clause and disregards the long history of anti-vagrancy laws in this country. And the district court goes beyond even our court's extraordinary reading of the clause. Uh, ba 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 Supreme Court agrees to hear the case. They have to, because otherwise you just have homeless people all over the place. Due to the overwhelming and unprecedented stupidity of the Ninth Circuit ruling, the U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear an appeal from local governments in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona, huh? The Wall Street Journal noted that California Governor Gavin Newsom argued in a friend of the court brief that courts are not well-suited to micromanage such nuanced policy issues based on ill-defined rules. The journal's comment is quite the hoot. We look forward to Mr. Newsom's constitutional communion with Justice Clarence Thomas. I I have a... Wait. Okay, Gavin's an idiot. What did you think? Where did you think this would all lead? Where did you think it would all lead? And now we stop? Now? Oh, wait. Also, I what was it? When, uh, what, there was the Asian Economic Pacific meeting in san francisco and then newsom came in and cleared out all the homeless camps then the police showed up you people in san francisco are on stage you just don't know it yet all right we're all caught up on there I gotta fill that out. I gotta read that. Oh, I got some hate mail. Hey, this is from Johnny. Johnny writes, Hey, your asshole persona is too pathetic. Quit it. Be nice to everyone you meet and see. I think he meant mean ass. Curse words are very dis- distasteful, so avoid using those. This kid's on the spec. I don't I, I love it. Do not belittle people who are less smarter than you. Becutter. He meant spell because becutter. They're living beings worthy of respect. Please treat everyone equally, especially non-binary people too. And don't dismiss other people's mental health issues. Hey, Johnny, go fuck yourself. I'm sorry, Johnny. You're you're not that smart. You're you're not picking up on it. You're not going to pick up on it, man. You just, just. Just thank you. Thank you, Johnny. I'll I'll keep it in mind. Hit it again. 
Oh, that's got to go in the book. Because he provided his whole... I got to look this guy up in like 10 years. I've been doing that. Someone paid me to go look up uh, all the bankers I used to work with. Some of which have passed away. Most of which are like failures. One was okay. One was doing all right. Is that all we got? That's all we got for the Super Chats. All right. Now, let me make sure. Let me go to the notes. Oh, one more. Speaking of the mistake economy. <clears throat> from the Air Force Times, a couple of you sent this to me. Misplaced flashlight in F-35 engine results in $4 million in damage. I thought it was $14 million. Foreign object left inside an F-38 engine at Luke Air Force Base, Arizona in early 2023, causing nearly $4 million in damages, a recent Air Force accident investigation report revealed. Uh, the item and handheld flashlight was sucked into the air engine air intake during a maintenance ground run on the night of March 15th. The aircraft belonged to the 56th Fighter Wing. During an idling procedure, a team of three maintainers started the engine without issue before going through typical checks, including idling for five minutes to monitor for fuel leaks. It wasn't until the airman turned off the engine that anything seemed amiss. During the shutdown, one maintainer noted at noted abnormal noises. Hey, you hear something? None of the airmen were injured. One of the maintainers carried out a tool inventory check after installing a metering plug into the engine fuel line. The investigation noted the process took place before another maintainer used a flashlight to carry out a before operation servicing inspection. The report said <clears throat> investigators determined that the maintainers lack of adherence to standard cautionary items highlighted in the joint technical data checklist before the run contributed to their leaving the flashlight behind. He didn't put his shit away or she, I don't know. Maybe this is an affirmative action thing. Investigators also found that complacency related to the F-35's automatic logistics information system is partly to blame. The substantial number of checklists and difficulty in assessing the correct ones causes complacency when users reference the required maintenance procedures, the report noted. Ultimately, the mishap damaged the aircraft's second-stage rotor, third-stage rotor, fifth-stage rotor, sixth rotors, fuel nozzle, bypass conduct, high-pressure compressor, high-pressure turbine, and fan inlet variable vane, the reporter found. That's mechanic-y shit for those of you with liberal arts degrees. In total, the estimated cost of damages associated with the accident came in at $3.9 million. <clears throat> we are not going to be able to maintain the nice things we have. It's just not going to happen. All right, is that it? That's it. Why have any more super chats? No more super chats. All right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hang on. Got to close that out. Always open with notepad. Always open with notepad. I don't know why. Let me get to the... <clears throat> Okay, I think we're good. I think we're all caught up. All right. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. 
the teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who were smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. That's it. Link below is a link to all my courses available on what happened to three? Did I go? Did I go out? Hang on. What happened? Why are we down? Like, what happened? Did I go out? We had six hundred people tuning in. Now we're down to eight hundred. At three eighty. Okay. Nothing. Nothing report. All right. That's it. Link below. Courses available on teachable.com and my books. Latest book being World Without Men: An Analysis of an All Female Economy. Hint. It wouldn't be nice. See you guys later. Toodles.